Whenever I do reads on people, I look into their soul and often I am drawn to say, hello, beautiful. I say it on the inside so they can't hear me, but I say it directly to their soul so their soul connects with it and hears it. I want to tell you a little bit about how I take someone through a read experience to get to their own Hello Beautiful when they look in their own eyes. My name is Constance Mesmer. You are listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thanks for tuning in. First up, I dare you to go look in a mirror, look deeply into your own eyes, and say, hello, beautiful. And I want you to say it out loud, like you mean it, because you should. I think I've told you before that when people come for a session, I always see their light and their talents and their gifts and their magnanimous soul. I actually have to pull back to see what darkness clouds any of that. And if you've been listening to my podcast, the last two episodes have been about our sense of self-love and how it can get muddled or lost, whether it's because we weren't validated, appreciated, or um, connected to our primary caregiver in our infancy and childhood, if that was a you know, constant situation, um, or if you had one pivotal moment that threw you off your game. In regards to the infancy and childhood experience, there's studies have shown that if you at least, you know, because parents can be busy, especially if there's more than one child, if you've for the general amount of time, if your caregiver was connected to you, then you can pretty much get through your childhood feeling this sense of self-love. But what I want to do for today's session is do a little check-in on what I would actually do with a client in front of me. And so because there's many of you, I'm not going to go into details as much as I'm going to lead you on what you might consider doing for yourself. As you listen to this episode, you can either sit with a journal in hand or you can do what many of you have told me you're doing. You could be out walking and just ponder as I bring you through the exercises. So this first step, I want you to really tune in to your claircognizance, that just that knowing, right? Or you might have a clairaudient experience where you hear words. Um, either way, use your soul awareness to get the answer. I invite you to put your hands on your thymus, which is in your upper chest, just beneath your neck. This is the area of self-love. And I want you to ask, what's my block? What's my block? You know, what's here? Is there heaviness here? What's here? And I want you to trust the first thing that comes up. And it might be the thing that's kind of, you know, just repeating over and over and you're pushing it down, pushing it down. But I want you to trust what you get. I want you to kind of just honor the energy or the feeling or the first thought that bubbles up. You might not feel you have any blocks. That'd be fabulous. But if you do, just note them. Because what that will do is it will help lead you to um, where you might have a, an associative block in your body. And you might even ask, what chakras are affected by ener any energetic disconnect 
of my thymus. And if you're not interested to know the chakra, I do the chakras because it helps to realize what each chakra relates to. Much like um, some of the examples in the past that I've told you, sometimes when people have the thymus, self-love is off, it might be connected to the sacral chakra. Um, just sexual issues, creativity, new beginnings. A lot of times relationships are found there. You know, it could be connected to your brow chakra, which we haven't got into yet, but it could be about, you know, negative self-talk, right? Or you can even ask this kind of energy that's out of balance in my thymus or area of sense of self-love. What area of my life is affected? Trust the first thing that you get. You know what's crazy? I was doing the exercise too. I put my hand to my thymus. I didn't even get my hand on my thymus. And my mind said, you're hard on yourself. And I was like, oh my God, I am hard on myself. I so did not see that coming. Now, listen, you could put your thym your hand on your thymus every day this week and might get a different answer. Be okay with that because it's little bits, right? That want to be healed. Once you start tapping in and tuning in to your soul awareness and your soul's getting the attention that it deserves, your whole system will start come together to, you know, reach out for healing, if you will, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, energetically, all of it. So be okay with what comes up. I'm going to have to really look on the I'm hard on myself. I am. <laughs> definitely. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely hard on myself. Okay, now you're either going to really love me or you're going to be like, I don't like you anymore. I'm turning you off. But bear with me. I want you to make make a list. If you're, you know, walking, you could do this in your mind or do it when you get home or wherever. I want you to make a list. This is the warm, fuzzy, cold, prickly list. Remember those lists? Listen, I want you to write down or bring to mind things that you totally love about yourself. What are your positive attributes? You know, just all sorts. And and do it on all in all areas of your life, how you are in relationships, how you are um, in your work world, how you are in the world at large, how you what you know, how you how you think, how you feel, just anything that you know, talents, gifts, anything that you love about yourself that you're like, oh my God, I wanna this person is so cool because they're this, this, and this, and this, and this. You know, all the things that you love about yourself. All the things that if you were in a classroom in, in grade school and the teacher said, okay, everybody write warm fuzzies about each other. You know, what would you, what would you highlight about you? And you know what spirit is saying? This is really fascinating. Spirit is inviting some of you to put these on yellow sticky notes right? And kind of create your own little calendar of constant reminders of kindness. Wow. Or put them around your house. You know, my sister, God, my middle sister, Carol, when she comes to visit, we all love when she visits because after she's gone, we like find these random notes of love that she's put around the house. And it is such a beautiful surprise to come across one of her love notes. So spirit is telling me, 
have them do love notes like Carol does love notes. So I invite you to put these wonderful, beautiful attributes on either yellow sticky notes or on cards or wherever, because you, I want you to remember how lovable you are. <laughs> okay, this one, not so much. This one, not so much. This is not the love notes, but it really is actually the love notes. Do you remember like when you ever go to therapy or you're having that hard conversation with someone that difficult time where you're like, listen, I really love you, but could you change this part? This is the cold prickly part. I want you to recognize parts of you that are not aligned with self-love. Parts of you that you don't really like, right? Parts of you that you want to change, right? And I'll just give you some of mine. Like sometimes I can be, I can overschedule and be so busy that I create my own inner angst, right? Or I let important things slide that I really want to do because I'm wasting time in other areas, right? Or my cold prickly list would be sometimes you know, I don't do negative self-talk anymore. Can I say that? I worked that one out. So that's good. We're going to get to that too on the brow chakra. But maybe you have a negative self-talk reel that you want to change or shut off. Pause button. <laughs> Erase. But I do notice that I hand over my power, which is interesting, right? We know what that's relating to in my life because we're pals and I've told you almost everything about me. So <clears throat> these are parts that threaten my self-love, that are not aligned, aligned with my self-love, that put a damper on my sense of self-love. So do the cold prickly list. The way you are that you don't really care for. One of my kids recently said that I can be a bossy. This is, I definitely can be a bossy pants because I go into protective mode and my kids are in their twenties, so they don't need a sassy mom in protective mode. I need to learn how to talk to them differently. So that's a part that that I recognize that I'm missing the beat. And how does that affect my self-love because I don't feel like I'm being the best parent when I you know when I become when I'm smothering them instead of mothering them or empowering them, right? So these are things. Now I know what they're linked to in my past. They're think they're linked to me being in a in a state of danger. And therefore, I want to make sure my kids are safe and protected. So it is linked to a time, a significant moment in my life where my sense of self-love and trusting in the world and everything was thwarted. So these are some of my lists of the cold pricklies. <laughs> parts that are not aligned with self-love, parts that I beat myself up over and I want to change, right? So, you know, look in all areas of your life again physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. You know, it could be that area of me that, you know, grabs comfort food instead of going for a walk or whatever, right? What do I want to change? What What is not building self-love, but actually tearing it down? Make that list. Cold prickly. This is what I don't like about you, Constance. <laughs> this is what I don't like about I really love you a lot, Constance, but these parts are kind of annoying. Yeah.
So when I do see people and do reads, I often see potential futures like, wow, you know, why are you doing this? Because uh, Spirit says you're really talented and gifted and could be doing this. And then they're always like, oh, my God, I've always wanted to do that. Or, oh, I'm afraid to do that or whatever. And it's, you know, it's those um, all the warm fuzzies. You, you're capable of this, 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 and this, and this. And there it is. But then it's the cold prickly type stuff that I have to pull back and go, oh, I know why. I know what's blocking you. You know, whether it's low self-esteem, feel, feelings of um, being inadequate or all that stuff. And so I can often find that on the thymus, where's their sense of self-love and their sense of being willing to take a chance in their life. And so I invite you to pull back and have, you know, take some perspective, look from a distance at the, both the lists of things that you love about this yourself and the bits that you don't care for in yourself. Usually you can trace the don't care for back to things that happened in your experience that kind of set you on a trajectory of patterns that is not suitable for you or not for your highest good. And so I invite you to now kind of think, all right, what is, what's a new strategy or a new pattern of behavior that I want to set up in my life for a more lovable, well, for you, right? What new patterns of behavior or new strategies in your life that you want to set up for you to go from these cold pricklies to self-awareness and self-love. I will tell you this, that the path to self-love is full of self-kindness. It's full of self-compassion and it is full of following your joy that comes out with spirit all the time. And so if you think like, what is your aim or what is your goal? Like what patterns do you want to stop having on repeat, repeat, repeat? Look with this new perspective of self-kindness, compassion at those cold pricklies to see what needs to change in your life so that you might stop doing these kind of autopilot things that you've been doing for whatever reason example for me with my kids and not smothering instead of mothering, it really was recognizing that the, the control for me stemmed from the fear of bad things happening. And because bad things did happen to me. And so once I kind of started recognizing that, I could catch myself in the moment of where I wanted to be overprotective to kind of back down and teach them how to be self-caring individuals and alert individuals also but you know that that you know that 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 they can navigate their life in their world with proper choices and it just kind of diffused it for me it changed things up for me so for you just looking kind of maybe taking one or two of the cold pricklies and thinking what what do I what do I need to do here where does this come from where does it originate and where do I want it to be instead? Or how do I want to be instead? I promise you, once you set that intention to work on it as a personal kind of goal to, to, to work with, you're going to start, it's going to start flying in your face and you'll have opportunity to constantly create change with that pattern. So your goal with this exercise could be to change some patterns of behavior that actually tear you down instead of build you up, right? 
The other thing is it could be an overarching goal is you might want to look and go, why am I, remember I said um, self-love is connected to not being happy or a general kind of malaise. Maybe what you do is you take the time to write out uh, what you're not happy about <laughs> in your life. And then maybe you make your wish list for something better, whether it's a better job, a better partner, a better sense of self. And then with each of these, not getting overwhelmed, discouraged, or like, oh my God, it seems daunting. But to give, you know, take a breath if it's starting to feel that way, because sometimes people have not followed their feelings and their whole life is in shambles. I hate to say that. And they get overwhelmed. I'm like, whoa, no worries. Reel it back. It's coming up because it's time. It's perfect. Perfect timing. Feel good. It's fine. And then sit back and look at what is your aim or what is your goal or what is your desire? Maybe it's to you know, start a new career or, or, you know, be a better person. So if it's be a better person, maybe you look at the Cole Prickly list. If it's a better partner, what do you want in your partner? Are you willing to bring the relationship that you're currently into, into a better kind of arena for both of you? So you would have to look at what's working, what's not working. And then how do I get to the what not working to make it work? You know, you know, where do I hold myself back or where do I need to be more honest or forthright with the person that I'm partnered with so that the relationship can get better. You know, this is important information when you realize, especially with partnerships, that you're with this other person so much of the time. And so maybe, you know, I have this sign in my kitchen that says you can't run from you. So in other words, you can't, sometimes I notice that we blame our partners for our stuff when it's really, we need to look at ourselves, right? This is really about you get right with you and then it really will sort itself out. You'll get very clear on your partners, very clear on your friendship, very clear on your work. It's really about you getting present in your own being, being kind to yourself, being compassionate with yourself and following your joy. So Again, what is your goal? What do you want to change to bring yourself to a greater sense of self-love? So, because we have a limited amount of time and energy, I encourage you to choose what makes you happy. Now, some things that you might want to change so that you can be happier in your life may mean that looking at these things that you want to change or taking the strategic steps to step into a new life or a new pattern of behavior. Some of this may stretch you. It might feel uncomfortable. You might be brought out of your comfort zone, but in the long run, you have to ask yourself, where do I want to be? You know, 10 years from now, five years from now, next month, next year, next week, tomorrow, you know, where do you want to be in relation to yourself, right? And what's the best use of, you know, your time and your energy and what's really, really going to inspire your happiness inside of you? Listen, take it from a gal that used to brush things under the carpet because I didn't want to deal with them, right? I'm going to just deal with what I want to deal with and everything else I'll just like put in the back closet and not deal with. But it just, you know, 
You just trip you up. <laughs> it will, especially under the carpet. It will trip you up. And then you'll disconnect and you don't want to do that because really, really self-love and and, and and being in line with, with a lifetime that leads you to happiness or that you're in your happy place, it, it's about self-connection, right? And it's about honoring what your needs are and honoring the parts of you that you want to change, right? And building your sense of self-love by recognizing who you are and what you're working with and really, you know, having that opportunity to create change in your life in no matter what area that's calling to you. I think that springtime, if you're listening to this in the springtime, which is when I'm recording it, it's a perfect opportunity to kind of plant new seeds for your best life. You know, that's such a metaphor, right? But it's true. It's like, where do I want my future to be? If you're feeling unhappy, if you're feeling a sense of you know, like some of the clients that I've worked on self-loathing or self-disappointment and not self-love. It's really about taking the time to honor yourself, tune in, be kind and do what makes you happy. Like embrace these changes in your life, looking at what's not working so that you can co-create a better life for yourself. Do you remember ages ago, I told you that there are many uh, ways that people heal when they come to me for sessions? Sometimes I have to go into the story of what the block is about to help release the block. That's what we've just done, is you go into what is the cold prickly about? What is the energy here that's keeping me or blocking me from self-love, right? Other times, it is just, there's no story to go into. There's no um, deep dive. There's no, you know, sometimes it could be a past life regression that needs to happen to look at a past life as to the block and what it's about. But sometimes there's not a deep dive into the past current life. There's not a deep dive into a past life. It is just embracing and stepping on the path of love, self-love from this moment forward that's the intention. I'm going to do everything with self-kindness, self-compassion, self-knowing, self-awareness, feeling my feelings and moving forward into my joy. What brings me happiness? You know, it doesn't mean that life is not, um, sometimes we do have things happen that because we're pursuing something that might be uncomfortable because it's a new situation or whatever. So it's not always smooth and easy, but it is steps towards self-love. So perhaps one of these resonates with you. Maybe you need to dive into a past life, closing your eyes, put your hands on your thymus, realizing, okay, is there a past life that I need to look at? Let the story come up, let your soul awareness guide you. Or it's going into the cold pricklies and seeing, you know, why, what makes me that way? Why am I overbearing or why can I be hard on myself? And you look back to the story in this incarnation that kind of perpetuated that concept in your life or that way of behavior in your life, or pure and simple, you just step on the path of self-love, doing all things with self-kindness, things that make you happy. I think you're going to know exactly what you need to do to help bring balance to your thymus and your sense of self-love 
And now I dare you, I dare you to look in the mirror and look deep into your own eyes and say, hello, beautiful. Hello, beautiful. I'm going to guess you're probably going to smile. I hope you are. And I also hope that you gathered some new wisdom from our time together today. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this session or know someone that could benefit from it, please share the love, tell your friends or, you know, encourage them to subscribe to the podcast or leave a review. That's how people find me. That would be fabulous. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.